Kristen, we're here in the middle of awards season. Oscars, Globes, the whole bit. It's, it's such a special time of year. It's a magical time of year. And I just want a little credit from you here in public on the record for taking you with me as my date, as my movie date. Yes. To the New York Film Critics Circle Awards Dinner. It was fantastic. You deserve – I should be shouting right? it from the rooftops. Right? I should be saying, oh, my God, Rafer, you're the best. That was a good you night. You are the best. You're I can't a- believe that I got to go with you to that. It was star-packed. It and, was you and me and, and some Kate film Blanchett, critics. Kate Blanchett showed Oscar up. Isaac. F. Robert Abraham. Redford. Yeah, Redford. I know. Uh, We're just rubbing elbows with the star Steve McQueen. Mark Ruffalo showed up. Mm, he looked good. Yeah, Jared Leto. All yeah. that. Jared and Leto you know was there. Every time I looked down, my glass of wine was full again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It was great. I really, you know, it's sad that I only had one martini at the open bar. I really should have made a lot more of that. Yeah, but you know what I was thinking about hmm. the whole time? I thought this is not even being internationally televised. This is just no. you're in New York, and we're still all drunk. Imagine how much crazier it is. I know. The Golden Globes, which is the drunk. Hollywood Awards Night of the Year, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, we'll talk about the Golden Globes shortly. Uh, we'll, we're going to give our predictions who we think will win the Golden Globes this year. And we're also going to review, just because we, you know, why not, uh, Hercules, the legend of Hercules, the new kind of superhero-ish Greek demigod action film. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we'll do though. We'll smash those two entirely disparate subjects together momentarily. Uh, but first, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Rafer Guzman, movie critic for Newsday. And I'm Kristen Meinzer, culture producer for The Takeaway, and this is Movie Date. Hercules, hero of song and story. Hercules, winner of ancient glory, fighting for the right. Okay. So, Kristen, let's talk about Hercules. This is the new. Can we just uh, do it quickly? <laughs> Yeah, well, okay. How quickly do you want to do it? My God. All right. I'll give you a quick summary. Okay, do it. Okay, so there's this guy named Hercules, and he was conceived. His mother, who is the queen, had an affair very briefly, kind of a one-night stand. More of a quickie, yeah. Very quick. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it an affair. Yeah. He's in there. He's out of there. Boom. And then he's born. (laughs) And then our, our guy Hercules here is going to have to fight his stepfather, the king, in order to stay alive, to stay in power, and his stepbrother, the heir apparent, while saving his love, his princess, who yes. he, he's madly in love with, and making that whole thing work. That's pretty much the whole story, right? Yeah, that's the whole, that's the whole story. Uh, I think this is supposed to be kind of a, uh, a superhero-y version of, of the Hercules uh, story. Let's hear a clip. My mother once gave this as a passing gift to my father. It's only still... I wish it were gold. I wish there were a substance finer than that to have you remember me by. There is. In my mind's eye. So that's Kellen Lutz, of course, uh, the Twilight hunk. He played Emmett, Emmett Cullen in the Twilight movies, a uh, former you know, fashion model turned actor. He is Hercules. And uh, Kristen, how'd you like it? I thought it was a shame that it wasn't more campy and cornball. In the first couple of minutes, I actually thought, oh, this could be pretty fun. Yes. But, oh, no. No, very quickly you realize this is not going to be fun. It's taking itself way too seriously to be fun. Yeah. And the campiness of it, they should have turned it up a little bit. Just I agree. Just 11 and just enjoyed how bad it was because there are a lot of 
issues with this movie. There are continuity errors. There are (laughs) character issues. They decided not to age anyone when 20 years passes. At one point, you leaned over to me last night, and you were like, hold on. Is that Hercules' mom? Is that his mother? Because they're clearly about two years apart. Yeah, I know. That was that was hilarious. The whole time I kept thinking, wait, that's is that a who is that? Is that a sister? Is that what is that? Yeah. Really, this is one of the worst films I've seen in such a long time. I could not believe how bad this film was. And I think aside from just sort of it's one of those films where you kind of, where I kept thinking like it's it's almost like it's a version of it's like that fairy tale thing. Each part of this film is worse than the last. It's like, you know what I mean? Like everything in this film is worse than everything else somehow, <laughs> magically. How, how is that possible? The acting, the dialogue, the directing by Rennie Harlan, who's a director I liked. Rennie Harlan did Die Hard 2. He did Cliffhanger. Back in the 90s, he Didn't used to kind of... also do that pirate movie with uh, Gina Davis, though? Oh, uh, oh, which one? Pirate movie with Gina Davis. Maybe I missed I that one. I they were married for a little while, and he directed Rennie Harlan and Gina and... Davis? I didn't know that. Isn't that right? Yeah, I'm, never up. I'm never up on my celebrity gossip, but I like Rennie Harlan. I liked, his old, I liked his old popcorn flicks from the 90s. They were really good, and uh, this is just so terrible. It's so badly directed. Um, and, weirdly, some of the worst computer effects I've ever oh, seen. phenomenally bad. Worse really than, bad. Worse than any video game. You know, there's, a, there's a scene where Hercules is, uh, uh, you've probably seen it in the trailers, he's, he's yanking his chain to two uh, you know, pillars. And in a, in a, in a fit of, of rage, he, he yanks down the pillars. And now he's got these two wrist chains with giant, giant hunks of stone on either end. And he starts flinging them around like they're maces or nunchucks or something. And I was thinking, those are the those are the most lightweight styrofoam, crappy pieces of 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 stone I've ever seen. And then I thought, but wait, they're not even styrofoam; they're computer generated. But, Why do they look so bad? But none of that was as bad as that one lion early on. There's that. Oh god! Oh, oh god! Yeah, that was that was kind of, that was kind of your first that was your first hint that this is not going to be a good movie. Oh, the, the, the the crappy looking lion. You, you anyway, that we, was yeah. Yeah, you know how we don't like to play our cards with each other, Rafer? We sit at a movie and we. <laughs> We try our best to not, <laughs> with our poker faces, to I not know. let the other one know how we feel. I know. I have to say, you were not a good poker face last night. Oh, well, oh, God. It was so obvious you hated this movie. The whole Was it obvious I hated it, too? I think it was. I, I just, well, you know, I don't know. We could always go back to Walter Mitty. I, you know, oh. I walked out of that movie thinking, who, who in, on planet Earth is going to like this film? And it turned out to be you, yes. Kristen. With all the love in my heart, I did. I know, I all know. But, I, but this, this, is one, this is one of those movies. It's, it is one of those rare instances where you just think, how did, they, how did they pour all that money into this film and come up with this? Oh, so bad. Yeah, that, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was a bad date. Okay, uh, let's move on to a happier topic. Uh, the Golden Globes. Woo-hoo! And are they going to be as fun as the New York Film Critics Circle Awards on Monday this week? <laughs> There's going to be as much booze. Well, there be booze as much. Well, far, far more booze. Perhaps less heckling uh, than there was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> some, of, some of you have read the headlines about the heckling at the New York Film Critics Circle. That was just one table over from us. That was just and, one table over. And it was not us, by the way. I it was not Rafer yes. and it was not me doing the yelling. No, it was not. Um, but uh, boy, that added some spice to the evening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, well, we've got uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler coming back as our guest hosts. I think that's a good sign for the Golden Globes, right? Love them. They're yeah. always fantastic. So the question then becomes, who do we think is going to win? 
This is always a fruitless guessing game that I always get everything wrong. No, I but feel like you do a lot better than I do uh, on this game. I don't know. I don't know. Let's uh, let's go down the list a little bit, and we'll and we'll figure out who who we think is going to win. Uh, we'll start kind of from from the bottom ish, right? Okay. Uh, let's do best supporting actress in a motion picture. Now, this is always the wild card one at the Oscars, but uh, let's see what happens at the Globes. So our nominees for best. Supporting actress are yes. Sally Hawkins from Blue Jasmine, Jennifer Lawrence from American Hustle, Lupita Nyong'o from 12 Years a Slave, Julia Roberts, August Osage County, and June Squibb from Nebraska. So should we talk about who we think is going to get this, Rafer? Yes. I am going to say I think it's going to be Lupita Nyong'o. Mm. Don't you think for 12 Years a Slave? I think it was a really good performance. I think she is kind of um, – I don't want to say she's. I don't want to say she's the heart and soul of the film, but I feel like she, that character Patsy, the slave that she plays in that movie, uh, sort of the the abuse that she takes in that movie, uh, sort of makes her kind of. She she seems to embody all of slavery to me in in that movie in a way. I think it's a really strong performance. I think it. I think Jennifer Lawrence or June Squibb could upset that one, but I think it's Lupita. What do you think? Mm, interesting. I would love for Lupita to win. I agree with you. She's just fantastic in that movie, and there's something about her. I could just stare at her all day. She just yeah. has such fantastic star quality, and um, God, the camera loves her. She's just yeah. amazing. But I think Jennifer Lawrence is going to get it. Oh, you she's think really, you do. She's really, you know, a Hollywood sweetheart right now. And you know that Hollywood Foreign Press Association, they just love a star. That's true. They That's true. They just love a star. And for that reason, I'm just because based on who these judges are, I think they're going to choose Jennifer Lawrence. So second, second, second time in a row, Jennifer Lawrence in a David O. Russell film uh, starring next to Bradley Cooper is going to win the Supporting Actress Oscar again. Okay. Uh, I think uh, so. Excuse me. Globe. Okay. Could be. So let's turn to uh, Best Performance by a Supporting Actor. Um, so we have Barkhad Abdi in Captain Phillips, Daniel Bruhl in Rush, Bradley Cooper in American Hustle, Michael Fassbender in 12 Years a Slave, and Jared Leto in Dallas Buyers Club. Kristen, your pick? I think it's a sure thing. Jared Leto, Dallas Buyers Club. And not only do I think he's going to get it, I think he really, really deserves it. He is such – he's so central to what the emotional arc is of Dallas Buyers Club. He's really the person that you love that convinces you that your heart's been in the wrong place all along. He's fantastic. And he's also comedic. He's just – there's so much about him that's so – wonderful in this movie. So I think he's going to get it. And, you know, I, I also think, again, Hollywood Foreign Press Association, they love him too. Yeah. He um, and, and he plays Rayon, uh, the uh, cross-dressing, or you may say transgender uh, woman um, who, you know, again, I think like Patsy, uh, it's kind of a similar character. He is, he's representing, he's, he's kind of shouldering uh, an entire community in a way. He's like a representative for the whole AIDS community um, and their their spirit and their plight, I think, is kind of represented in him. And I think I think he's really good and I think he's going to win it as well. Yeah, he's fantastic in that. Uh, all right, next, uh, let's, do, let's do best actor in a comedy. I love how the Globes uh, split these things up. It's Kristen, so who's, confusing. Who... You know, they, they don't do it for supporting, though. It's only like for the leads and the pictures and what they decide is a comedy versus what's not well, a comedy. I'm just we'll, – We'll get to that later because that part's hilarious. Mm-hmm. OK. So best performance by an actor in a motion picture comedy slash musical. Nominees are Christian Bale for American Hustle, Bruce Dern for Nebraska, Leo DiCaprio for The Wolf of Wall Street, Oscar Isaac for Inside Lewin Davis, and Joaquin Phoenix for your movie, Her. My movie. Yeah, it's your movie. Yeah. So – what do you think, Rafer? I think it's going to be Bruce Dern. 
in Nebraska. Um, I think there's been a lot of buzz around him. I think he's uh, launched a real, an actual award season campaign. I think people like this movie a lot. I know all the other stars in here are younger and hotter in a way, but I think it's going to be Dern. I agree with you. I think it's totally going to be Dern. But I wish it would be Christian Bale for oh, American you do? Hustle because uh. he just transforms himself so much in that movie. He's unrecognizable. I just yeah. think not just physically. Physically, he's obviously with that comb over and that gut, a totally right. different man. But he's just such an interesting, strange, complicated character. And Bruce Dern, you know, he's to me a more straightforward, obvious character. And I, uh-huh, I feel like uh-huh. this is kind of a legacy uh, win that he's going to get, Bruce Dern. I think, uh, okay, all right, that's interesting. Well, you know, we'll have to see. We'll see on Sunday. Uh, okay, how about best actress in a motion picture, comedy, or musical? Uh, I'll read these off. Amy Adams in American Hustle, Julie Delpy, Before Midnight, Greta Gerwig, Francis Ha, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Enough Said, Meryl Streep, August Osage County. <laughs> You always say that, right? <laughs> I, I just have to credit Aziz Ansari for inspiring me to do that. Um, so that's the list. What do you say? First of all, I want to say that this is a great indicator of how bad the movie roles were for women this year. <laughs> this is just terrible. I mean, come oh, on. They're, they're just, yeah. They're, it's, it's just, I, I know I say this every year, not enough good roles for women. Yeah. Almost no roles for women and especially no roles for women of color. I Don't even get me started on this. Yeah, okay. But, but, good point. But I, good point. But I will say um, of all of these people, I think Amy Adams from American Hustle is going to get it and I think she deserves it. I think so too. Um, she's, she's great in American Hustle. She plays a con woman who is – I think what's fascinating to me about that role is the way that she – Keeps She hides her cards and yet she also shows all of her cards. She's being co- totally honest with everybody about the fact that she's also completely secretive. And it's this, it's this fascinating thing she does in the movie and I think she's great. I also kind of feel like if you, kind of, if you were to really look down the categories at, at the Golden Globes, I feel like there's a lot of deck stacking going on here in these categories. <laughs> I really, you don't think Greta Gerwig? <laughs> I, just, I just don't think Julie Delphi or Greta Gerwig are, is, is going to get that role. It really seems like the only possibility there is Amy Adams. I think, I think there are a lot, of, a lot of categories like this. But anyway, all right. So we agree on Amy Adams. Yes. Um, all right. Should we turn to the dramatic, the Ooh, heavy dramatic yes, category? Drama. Let's do uh, best actor in a drama. So for best actor in a drama, our nominees are Chiwetel Ejiofor for 12 Years a Slave, Idris Elba for Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, Tom Hanks for Captain Phillips, Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club, and Robert Redford for All is Lost. Rafer. Uh, thanks for reading those off. Nice pronunciation on the uh, Chiwetel. You should uh, you, you just you just you just glided right through that. I learned one. it from watching you. <laughs> I learned it from watching. All do right. Do you remember? Do you remember a few months ago where I couldn't even pronounce his name? It's a tough one. It's a, I think we were, I think we were all in that spot a few months ago, right? We had, we all had to practice. It was like it was like Ron Burgundy doing his enunciation speeches. Uh, oh, his enunci- his so enunciation far. rehearsal. <laughs> Andre the Giant gave a surprisingly nimble foot rub. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I think um, this is uh, – if it were me, obviously, and I think you're going to agree with me, it should be Matthew McConaughey who is so – freaking lutely I almost swore there because I meant it so much. I know. I know. I, re- I really – you and I have both sung the praises of Matthew McConaughey who – Just fantastic. He he'd lost 50 pounds to play that role and is just magnificent in it. He's so intense, so good. Um, it's really like it just seems like the role of a lifetime to me. 
But I think it's going to go to Robert Redford for All is Lost. Oh, I'm afraid you might be right about that. You think Brad. I'm right? You might be right about that. Gosh, I would love it if it was Matthew McConaughey. I know. I know what you're thinking of is legacy win. Uh, it's not. I don't know. It's not so much that because Robert Redford has his Oscars. He's he already has his share. Um, I just think for some strange reason, I don't quite get it. People connected with that film and they were really impressed with Robert Redford. Um, as we were saying, at, at the New York Film Critics Circle, he won Best Actor um, and showed up and, and graciously accepted the award. And I think when he accepted the award at, at that dinner, something became clear to me. I think what people like is Robert Redford's dual position as a Hollywood legend and golden boy, but also as the champion of the indie filmmaker. And I think they like the fact that this that this major star took a chance on J.C. Chandor, the director and writer of All is Lost, and sort of put his indie money where his mouth was. Do you kind of know what I mean? Yeah. People like that. And I feel like that's going to be the backstory that gets that award for Robert Redford. Mm. That's that's my thought. Okay. So not a legacy award so much as a much bigger picture award about the kind of man he is. I think so. I think so. Um, okay. So shall we do... Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Yes, indeed. Uh, okay. So that is Kate Blanchett, Blue Jasmine, Sandra Bullock, Gravity, Judy Dench, Philomena, Emma Thompson. Is that how you pronounce it? Philomena? Philo. I thought it was Philomena. Am I wrong? I think they call her Phi in the movie. Oh, okay. For short. All right. Go ahead. Uh, I'll say it again. Okay. Phil- Philomena, just in case you want to edit it in. <laughs> Emma Thompson, Saving Mr. Banks. Kate Winslet, Labor Day. Again, I say deck stacking. I think it's going to be uh, Kate Blanchett and Blue Jasmine. Oh, God. And again, hello, where are the good rules for women this year? And yeah, I think Kate Blanchett's going to get it. I would kind of think it would be fun if Emma Thompson got it, actually. You, you liked her a lot. I think you liked her even more than I did. Yeah, and, and it's not a perfect movie. It's not a perfect role. Saving Mr. Banks does have its problems, but I thought it would be... I, Emma Thompson, I just thought, was just a joy in that movie. Yeah, she is She is pretty great. The, the wild card here is uh, Labor Day, um, which is a movie with uh, Kate Winslet and Josh Brolin. Um, it's based on a Joyce Maynard novel, uh, kind of a thriller, I think. Jason Reitman is the director. The thing is, n- nobody's really seen no, it. It, ha- seen it. It, it, play- it played a, a very quickie, quickie qualifying, one-week qualifying run in L.A. It was going to play in New York. They, they, they pulled it. So really, the only, the only chance that for people to have seen it is really going to be the, the voters and people in L.A. and maybe a few critics who you know, perhaps work at larger papers than I do. I don't know. Uh, but you and I have not seen it. So in a way, we can't really say. We can't weigh in. But True. I do love Kate Winslet. Yeah, I and, always and love I, her. But I still think it's going to be Kate Blanchett for for Blue Jasmine, and well deserved, I would say. Mm. I know you dis- <laughs> <laughs> you disagree. You harumphed. You harumphed at me just now. So, Kristen, tell us the movies that are up for best motion picture, comedy, or musical. All right. So we have American Hustle, Her, Inside Lewin Davis, Nebraska. And the Wolf of Wall Street, and are all of these actually comedies or musicals? I don't, I don't know, I don't know how the how the wistful, profound sci-fi film Her became a com- comedy slash musical. I, I do not understand well, Nebraska. I'm not honestly, I'm not really sure that American Hustle is necessarily a comedy. Um, I know it has a kind of a comedic energy, the same way that say Goodfellas kind of has a comedic energy, but I don't really think of that movie as a comedy. Am I alone no. on that? This category is weird. It's a very, year. it's a very wacky category. But yeah, who do you? But and again, again, I think there's a reason for that because I think 
American Hustle is going to win this one. Absolutely. Right? It's going to win, and it deserves to. On this list of what's on this list, yeah, American right. Hustle deserves to win. Right. And I, and I, and it's, it's, I, really, I do like that movie. It was not on my top ten, but I do like that movie a lot. I, just, I think it's a crowd pleaser. Again, I think everyone loves this. They love the Jennifer Lawrence. They love all this sort of ensemble cast energy, Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, Amy Adams. They love it. I think it's going to win. Yeah, I think so too. So what about drama? Okay, best motion picture drama. The big thing. The biggie. The biggie. Uh, The nominees are 12 Years a Slave, Captain Phillips, Gravity, Philomena, and Rush. Okay, so question here. How did Gravity end up on this list? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know, but boy, did people love Gravity. BAFTA. You know, it's leading the BAFTA Award nominations. 11 nominations for Gravity. People love that freaking movie. I do not know why. Um, it's a fun thrill ride, but I, I actually just think that's what it is. It's like um, going to an amusement park and riding yeah. something. Yeah. And the strange part is, as I, as I may have said before, um, the people that seem to be most hopped up about that movie are critics. Whenever I just talk to a person, uh, just, uh, my mom, my friends, people in my family, and they've seen it, everyone just says, yeah, it was okay. And I, 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 no one ever goes, oh, my God. What a masterpiece. It's only the critics that are, that are raving about that. I, I really don't understand that. It's very odd. Um, but anyway, I think, I think that again, this seems pretty clear that it's going to go to 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. What else could it possibly go to? Seriously, right. it's not going to go to Gravity. It's not going to go to Rush. No, it's no, not no. going to go to Rush. No, no, no. It absolutely has to be 12 Years a Slave, and it deserves it. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, again, the only reason that Rush is on here is because it's about Formula One racing, and, and it's European. It's a popular European sport. But, I mean, imagine the groaning and head shaking across the nation <laughs> if Rush were to win Best Motion Picture Drama. <laughs> right? That's not happening. And, of oh, course, good. I think obviously Steve McQueen is going to win Best Director for 12 Years a Slave as well. Yeah, um, and he deserves it. All right. Well, we'll see, Kristen, if we are correct come Sunday. Excellent. And I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to live tweet this. So if anyone wants to follow my ah. tweets, I'm uh, Kristen Meinzer, as you know, and that's my Twitter handle as well. So if you want to follow me on there, you totally can. All right. I'll, I will be uh, either at home or at the office um, filing that story as, as, it, as it goes. So I may not have time to live tweet, but I'll do my best, Kristen. Hopefully you'll be drinking some champagne, too. I doubt it. It'll be Aww. more like Dunkin' Donuts coffee mm. um, there, there at the old uh, Midtown office. So, all right. We're going to close out, as always, with trivia. Last week, we did a lot of listener mail, and so we... Cleverly and rather randomly, so weird, devised this question, which was name this kind of male themed film. We played this clip. Just a question what would you pay a guy? Eight dollars, room, board, and you say you like my wife's cooking. Your wife, huh? Our challenge to you was to, was to name the title of this, of this postally themed film and also to tell us why the heck the movie was titled this and here's the correct answer this is susan geffen i'm in plano texas and i was calling about the trivia question uh it's the postman always rings twice the uh remake with nicholson and jessica lang and the kitchen table and the reason it's called the postman always rings twice and i was looking through my uh, james and kane uh novel uh, of this, but I can't find it, but is that he gets nailed for Cora's murder, even though he didn't kill her, that she she just died in the car. Uh, but actually, he should have been nailed for Nick's murder, so it's as if the mailman 
came back and tried to deliver your letter again. Now, okay, good work. Good work, Susan. Fantastic uh, work, Susan, in Texas. Yeah. And, and also, and also, we have kind of a we have kind of a, a surprise for you, Susan. Um, again, that question that we devised was completely random. As it as it happens, the postman always brings twice is being released on Blu-ray in just a couple of weeks. Warner so Home weird. Entertainment is is you know sending out it's doing doing a big campaign on it. Uh, it's the Blu-ray debut of of this movie. I'm going to read you their their synopsis. Uh, in this intense, gritty, and erotic remake of the 1946 version, the sensuous wife of a lunch wagon proprietor and a rootless drifter begin a sordidly steepy affair and conspire to murder her Greek husband. Ooh, I want to see this. Featuring a star-studded cast including Jack Nicholson, Jessica Lange, Angelica Houston, Christopher Lloyd, and Michael Lerner, the movie was indeed uh, notorious for being uh, pretty steamy at the time. I remember it, uh, as we said in the last podcast, it was the first time I had seen kitchen table sex in a film. Um, Left a lasting impression on me. (laughs) Uh, Sort of a teacup-shaped impression on me. Oh, I don't boy. even know what that means. That was just a that was just a joke. So, <laughs> what we're going to do, Susan, thanks to our good friends at Warner Home Entertainment, we are going to give you a copy of the Blu-ray debut of Postman Always Rings Twice. Uh, if you if you if you hear this, give us a call, Susan. Tell us your address. We'll call you as well, uh, and we'll ship that off to you. Yeah. Thank you to thank you to Warner Home Entertainment for um for releasing that <laughs> releasing that movie so on Blu-ray. Oddly timed. Completely completely coincidentally that we that it happened to pop into our minds. We gotta so there become you go. we, we gotta become more on top of these prizes. There's I gotta know, be a right? way for us to start sending prizes more often that to would our be listeners. A, that would be a good thing. Let's work on this. Let's work on it. But All right. but yeah, Susan, give us a call as usual, five seven one seven movies. Or you can also uh, write to us at Facebook.com slash movie date podcast. And um, so this week's trivia question Earlier in the podcast, we mentioned that Rennie Harlan, the director of the new Hercules movie, had um, at one point been married to, worked closely with Gina Davis, and at one point they made a pirate movie. What is that pirate movie, Rafer? You know, I have no idea, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> but, but you know what? I bet some of our listeners do. And if you know the name of that pirate movie... Give us a call at 5717movies. Or, of course, you can write to us at facebook.com slash moviedatepodcast. And as always, we will randomly select one of you to be the winner. Then who knows? Maybe we can find some Cutthroat Island swag or something. You never know. know. <laughs>